Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of Coach Ani the Podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, I'm sure you're already noticing there's a little bit something different here. Ba -ba -da -ba. This is my good friend Grayson. Hello, Ani. Hi. How are you? I'm so glad you're here. This I'm is, so happy to be here. This is so exciting. I know. So Grayson and I, oh my gosh, he started off as one of my students like years ago, and then from there, we just became friends and more friends and then collaborators and then like best friends. And now we're, I feel like we've conjoined into one person. We absolutely share a brain cell for sure. <laughs> a brain cell though. It's only one brain just one. cell. Just one. We each have half of it. And that is split between both of us. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How embarrassing and funny. <laughs> so Grayson, why don't you tell them a little bit about you? Yeah. So my name is Grayson. I live in Los Angeles and um, I do hair, hair extensions, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't know where that sentence was going, but that's where it ended. Yeah. yeah so Grayson um, specializes in hair extensions. And other than that, though, you sew. You want to start a clothing line. I mean, I feel like you're like a jack of all trades. You have so many like skills and hobbies at this point. <laughs> well, I feel like for whatever reason in the last, I don't even know, maybe month or two. I don't know what it is. I've just had this huge itch to just create in so many different ways other than hair. So I've been drawing a lot on my iPad. I've been sewing. I've been, Legos were a big thing for a minute, <laughs> which kind of like fizzled out because I got all of that, all the newer ones that came out. I like, yeah. I got, and I'm like, Okay, cool. And I totally have ADD. And I know you've talked about your ADHD <laughs> and, um, you, they're the, the, what is it? Micro obsession or what yes. is it, hyperfixation on something is strong. So, but yeah, the creativity is, I don't know why it's just been flowing recently. But here's what I think is interesting. I think you almost like started with the Legos because it was like a creative outlet, but that's not a creative outlet that you created. It's almost like you're putting together someone else's project, but now with the sewing, with the hair and like painting and drawing and everything else, this is now like your creation it's your baby there's no rules like i know and with legos there's of course there's instructions and you can like free build which i do sometimes super secret i'll literally just dump out all my legos and just like have fun nope i want the rules put every piece exactly as it is when there's extras i panic every time because i'm like oh my god now there's extras is this an extra because it's an extra is it an extra because i fucked up somewhere yes i hate that there's like there'll be like a ton of pieces if you've never built legos before there'll be like several pieces at the end where you're like what the fuck did i miss something did i but yeah but i think what's so fun about it is yeah there is no there's like no the rule, like, there's nobody telling me that, like, it has to be done this way. Like, I can just, like, go have at it, you know? And I love that. And I feel like, so guys, Grayson and I, we I feel like we've come to realize, even though we share one brain cell, <laughs> I think something that also kind of brought us together was in, I would, I would dare to say, we are very different in general. And I mean, like, we're kind of unique. We're quirky. I do think we teeter, honestly, on the weird. I oh, think yeah. your ADD and my ADHD also definitely put us towards, like, hyperfixations and weird things. But, like, I don't feel like we're, quote, unquote, like, normal. Or have I've never personally felt like the cool kid. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And But now, especially with the way social media is and you have a very large following and things like that, I feel like the creative aspect and... Really, like, authenticity, I feel like, is what is almost, I don't want to say, like, selling these days, but I think that's what people are attracted to. So, in case you are not watching on YouTube, Grayson's got a look. Grayson is a vibe, down to face tattoos, neck tattoos, knuckle tattoos, like, 
I, that's how the best way I can describe you. You're just a vibe, but you're a very like you vibe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So thank you. Oh my gosh, of course. Well, you too. I mean, your hair is fucking cool. You have tattoos. You wear cool clothes. <laughs> like that. It's it's that I that, that it's you. I think that both of us radiate self expression, and yeah. without fear. Maybe there is fear. I mean, I I have fear some days, but I think it's mostly like putting that fear aside and. It's like, am I doing this for me or am I doing this for everybody else? And that's such a good point to bring up because I know, like, in case you don't know, I moved to California from the Midwest and I've talked about it and like moving here was very exciting. Like, wow, it's California. Like, oh, it's amazing and it's great. But I remember coming here and being like, everyone else is so much cooler than me. Oh my God. Everyone else, everyone else is a vibe. Everyone else has like their own style. They're like quirky, but like quirky, cool, like too cool type of thing. And I was like, Oh my God, you don't fit in. And I remember even coming here. I was like, what does everyone wear? Okay. Everyone's a free people person. I'm a free people person. Mm -hmm. You're, you're all in free. You're all into hats. I'm into hats. I fucking hate hats. I now am into ball caps because I don't know why, but like the big, Oh my gosh, what are they called? Like lack of color hats. I have so many. What is it? Lack of color. It's a brand. They're like, Easily two hundred dollars a fucking hat. Oh my god! Well, yeah, I got some. Oh, you know, my dog ate it. By the way, like, oh my, my favorite one. But I remember like being like, yeah, I can. I think I'm a hat person now. I'm not a hat person. I've never been a hat person. I feel I feel, look fucking stupid in hats. I wish I was, except for ball caps now. But have you ever felt that where you're like, I don't really think I fit in here, so I have to change something about myself to now fit in? Oh, absolutely. I feel like whether it's dating or like when I was single, cause I have a boyfriend who have been together two and a half years, but whether it's like when I'm single, I, w- I was like, you know, I need to dress like and look and act like the person that, that will be liked by a large amount of people mm-hmm. or same with work, like working at jobs, like working at salons. And I'm like, Oh my God, like I need to like, same thing where it's like, Oh, everybody's kind of dressing in this certain way. Like I need to kind of do that. Like my, my first salon I ever worked at, it was anthropology. So like I went my broke ass at 18 <laughs> years old, Can no fucking bro? money dropped a hundred bucks on shit at anthropology because I was like, Ooh, like I fit in now. And yeah. yeah. Uh, and let me ask you this. Do you feel like changing yourself help you fit in more? Did that actually help? I think that in a weird way, yes, but I didn't fit in in the way that was me being my authentic self. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. I was like maybe more accepted by these people, but looking back now, it's like, that's not, who I actually am. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? Do you feel like it made you happier when you were like, Oh, if I change this, I'll be more accepted. I'll be happier. Cause I feel like that's what, that's what people are searching for. You want to fit in because you feel potentially like fitting in will make you happier. Did you ever feel like, Oh yeah, that made me happier. I feel like it, it made me happier for a short period and it made me happier, not in the way that it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was like, cool. Like I'm part of like, feel, but feels like more of a collective and whatever, which that made me happy. But it was like the happiness came from me altering the person that I was, who I wanted to be to fit mm-hmm. in with these people and not the person that I, I truly was. Do you, do, like, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? It's almost like putting a bandaid on a problem. Like you're happy in the moment, but when it's almost like looking back, it's like, was it worth it? Was it worth it to change? my style? Was it worth it to change my hobbies? Was it worth it to change like all these things? I will never forget. I used to work with a girl and I don't want to say who it is, but I used to work with someone. And this was when I first moved to California. And I was like, Ooh, my gosh, like it's, it's, there's all, there's so much sunshine here year round. This is great. And I remember I bought a pair of rollerblades because guys, I can't skate. I understand there are more wheels. It is so much harder. Skating is so fucking hard but I can rollerblade like a motherfucker. Okay. Rollerblading is way easier than skating. Why? I don't, I, I, I don't understand it. it. Cause I'm like, it's like 
riding a motorcycle or four wheeler. I was literally, yeah. <laughs> like I, cause I wrote, I've dirt, like dirt bike, I dirt bike. And that I was like, this is cool, but I think I'm going to like a quad. And the quad, I was like, fuck this. I feel not Sweet. sturdy. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know why it's easier. I know why. But I remember like, we were all just like talking at the salon one day and I was like, oh my gosh, I got rollerblades. I'm so excited. Cause if you don't know, I'm in Orange County and here it's just like, everybody's outdoors. They rollerblade, they skate, they skateboard, they surf, like they're just outdoors. And I remember she looked at me and she goes, you got rollerblades. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, oh my God, you're such a, okay. And I don't like this word. It starts with a D and ends with a Y K E. And I don't like that. It, that's like a, derog- no. that's a derogatory term. And she, yeah, that's a slur. That's a slur, which is why I will not be saying it. And please don't like cancel me for spelling it now. I'm realizing that might've also been a mistake. But, like, I don't think you're going to get canceled. Yeah. But I like, she said it to me and I was like, <gasps> this was in the middle of the salon. And I was so taken aback by it. And so almost like, not like put out. I did not know how to respond. I didn't know what to do. We didn't have HR in this company and I did not use my rollerblades for like a year. And you know what's fucked up about that is that is two things. One, she called you a fucking slur. <laughs> Literally. All, how dare you? Yeah. Second of all, it's something that you were excited. Whenever there's something that somebody's excited about, and if you make them feel bad for being excited about that thing, you're a fucking asshole. You're the worst. Straight up. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Even if you're not interested in it. Like, it, like, like make them feel good. You know you, what I mean? And it's not even like, I'm going to use you to validate me. You could just been like, cool, whatever. Yeah. But damn, that... But I, like, I remember that so vividly. Like, I can tell you where we were standing in the salon and just being like, <gasps> like, it was, and in that moment, it was so crazy because all I wanted to do was fit in. I wanted to be, like, as, quote, unquote, as cool as, like, I thought these girls were. So, yeah, like, my hair was something more natural. I'm s- still the most heavily tattooed woman there. I'm never changing that. I'm not getting rid of my fucking tattoos. Yeah. But, like, it was more, yeah, it was, like, free people. It was anthropology. It was, like, all these things. But... Although it quote unquote made me feel happy, I feel like it was just like an added stress of every day being like, is this it? Is this the vibe? Is this not the vibe? If I wear this, am I now going to hear something else crazy said about me? Like if I wear this, like, okay, I'm wearing something. I'm kind of confident, but I'm not really confident. Wait, they're whispering in the back and they're kind of looking at me. I'm hundred percent sure they're talking about me now. Oh my God. Like I feel like the stress and the pressure that came with quote unquote trying to fit in that could like break people. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Yeah. And too much. And I feel like you not only like, like I say, your look is a vibe, which I'm obsessed with. You now make your own clothes. I, one time Grace and I, me him and my boyfriend, we went to this like vintage market thing in LA and he wore like these really cool, like camo pocket pants. They're, they're not called pocket pants. Uh, cargo car- pants. Cargo pants. <laughs> yes. cargo pants are cool. Now they're not like dads don't just wear them. Okay. Cargo pants are cool. Cargo pants are cool. <laughs> Three weeks later, Grayson's like, I made a jacket. I'm like, aren't those the pockets from your cargo pants? He's like, I tore up the cargo pants and I made me a jacket. Yep. But I love that. But I also feel like you weren't always in California. You came from Texas. And also being gay, like, that had to be hard. Yeah. Well, and especially, like, I grew up in Sacramento in California. Mm-hmm. But I moved to Houston for a year. And I, the person that I am in California, and then when I moved to Houston, I was like, oh my God, like I, I need to completely adjust. Like, cause I wear, I will wear short shorts <laughs> and rock the fuck out of them. Okay. In Houston, my shorts were to my knees. Like I, it's, it's that kind of thing where I was just like, I need to dumb or dull down the person that I am almost like, it's like, uh, putting a filter, like on something like putting a filter. Yeah. And it's like this Houston had a filter that I felt like I needed to 
look good under that filter. And so I adjusted myself to look good under the filter of Houston that I had created in my head, you know? Okay, so then how did it feel going from Texas to California? Because obviously, like, you're in L.A. and I visited Grayson. I went and saw his salon. <gasps> if you were to close my eyes and you kidnap me, but please don't. And you drop me. <laughs> please don't do it. But you drop me in the middle of his salon and you open my eyes and go, where are you? I would look around and be like, I'm in L.A. Like, it's the most unique, crazy, wonderful, creative, like, crazy place. So how did it feel going from Houston now to California? I can vividly remember the day that I flew from Houston to LA to move mm -hmm. and I got off the airplane and I'm sitting there waiting for my boyfriend's sister picked me up from the airport and her friend who was in town. So this dude's next to me smoking a blunt <laughs> at the airport <laughs> waiting for cars in that car area. And I just remember thinking like, this is where I fucking belong. Mm -hmm. Like it just, I don't, I don't even know. It was like almost instantly my mental health improved my like, I mean, really, I mean, like, it's like, boom, my mental, like everything just, I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I felt like I fit in. Yeah. But, and I think what's cool is like, you felt like you fit in, but not the version of you that had to change. Mm -hmm. Like you, who you genuinely are now, quote unquote, fit in. But what I think is so interesting, I think you stand out now more than ever. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. But it's your authenticity of you just being you and not trying to be like, quote unquote, a cool kid, because some people might be like, you're, you're 25 you're playing with Legos and you're like, yeah, look at this succulent and look at this and look at this and look at this. And some people might be like, what? But what I see is, and I'm like, oh my God, he's so passionate about this. But also Loki, I love Legos too. I have so fucking, <laughs> I have so many Legos. Yeah, we are surrounded by Harry Potter, <laughs> beautiful Harry Potter ladies. Right All you see home. are the books behind us, but you don't see the wall we're looking at. Yes. But so how do you feel now? Because guys, I think one of the biggest things to remember is so many of you come to me. And I don't know if people have ever come to you like on your social media and been like, but how do I be me? How do I build a brand and be me? How do I have this professional upscale luxury brand, but still be me? I'm like, who says you have to separate these two? Yeah. Why do these things? Why is you as who you are now, quote unquote, not enough or sometimes too much? Look, I'm a lot. I'm never going to deny that I'm a lot. I feel like I have a big personality, a really big laugh that actually Grayson's boyfriend's sister, I'll just say sister-in-law for sake of easy people, but <laughs> his sister-in-law was like, Every time you laugh, I just want to like not mock it, but she's like, it tickles my ear and I want to laugh with you. I'm like, you can, you can laugh. And at one point I went, ha ha. And she went, ha ha ha. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But I'm aware of that and I'm okay with being a lot. You know what I mean? So how do you feel nowadays about, or just like in general about people who they're like, how do I build a professional luxury brand, but still be true to me? Well, I want to backtrack a little bit about something because where you said I'm a lot. Yeah. And that idea of I'm a lot or I'm too much isn't like that idea was put into your head because of people like calling you <gasps> the D word because you have rollerblades because I don't think you're a lot. Oh my God. I think that, yeah, I don't, I like even like with you just saying that, I, like mm. I was like, I don't think that you're a lot. I think that there are people who will make you feel like you're a lot because of your, like, unapologetically, I'm going to be myself. Wow. And like those, it's that person projecting their insecurities on you. That person's afraid to be the tr person that they truly are, whether, whatever that is. So they're going to project that on you because you're radiating it. It really comes from envy. So I don't think you're a lot. Wow. I'm going to put this in a box and cry about it later. <laughs> 
We're gonna we're gonna open up a little box. We're gonna put all these feelings inside, and we're gonna analyze them at a time where a camera and two microphones are not in my face. <laughs> or... I'm like, here, let me dial my therapist real quick. <laughs> Hi, Jasmine. Is yeah, that her name? yeah. Oh like, my I, God, I, I nailed it. I know I see you two times a week because I see my therapist twice a week. But like, we need you right now. Hi, we. hi. I'm Grayson's friend. The one that you said was healthy. A healthy relationship. It's me. <laughs> that one you asked about. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I've literally never thought of it that way. Yeah. That is a fascinating thought. And I don't want to say maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong. I feel like this is something like I'm going to have to sit with. But yeah, like, wait, who says I'm... Well, I guess a lot of people say I'm loud. Yeah. Maybe I just always thought that because I know I'm loud. I know I have a big personality. But yeah, maybe that people being like, God, you're a lot. Because you know what? And I say, even my boyfriend, I've made jokes about like, oh, I know I'm a lot. And he's been like, no, you're not. Like, you're fun. Like, Ani, you're so funny. Oh, funny is my favorite compliment. But he'll be like, no, you're so funny. No, you're hilarious. Or... I think I was upstairs laughing about something. To be honest, it might have been your audios. We <laughs> might have been talking. And he came upstairs last night and he's like, I just love hearing you laugh. And I'm like, what? He's like, I love hearing your laugh. He's like, I was just like listening to you downstairs. I'm like, ah, fuck, stop. It's like the nicest fucking thing ever. Steven's the like, fucking best. Oh, yeah, I'm so obsessed with him. So, but, okay, so talk about, sorry, now backtracking. Because I really feel like. Now I'm going to have to like legitimately think about that because I feel like I've had people come to me who are once again, heavily tattooed or they have crazy hair or they're like, I don't like curse words or I like songs with curse words, but it's quote unquote, not professional. I'm like, but who said? Yeah. Because in my suite, my suite is chill as fuck. You were there all day. Like, it's just, it's relaxed. It's so cool. My boyfriend's putting in a TV tomorrow. Like, so we can just like hang out. And what my clients have said, they go, your, your salon feels like home. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. there is no greater compliment than I can hear. And we curse. I've, I've 100% come in with sweats and a ball cap and tennis shoes. I've done yeah. all the things at this point. Like, but they still love it. And they say it feels like home. So when it comes to you, like, what are you like now with people being like professionalism versus personality? So I did something on my story a while back because, which I don't, I think somebody commented something on one of my posts, whatever, like about, oh, wow, you're wearing, like, you're wearing sweats and a sweatshirt to work and whatever. And so I did a, this, like, I did this post about, like, because cause I'm, like, I am, basically it's the idea of dress for success, right? Yeah. I don't think that, for me, dressing for success looks like wearing a suit and tie. One, yeah. I want to be comfortable all day, and that's not fucking comfortable. Two, I'm, like, that's not, I don't even feel like that's necessarily appropriate for, well, I wouldn't say that. There's people that do that. I don't know. It could Can be that. If you came in a salon in a suit, honestly, I'd be, like, are you okay? <laughs> Right? I would, I, I would hope that somebody would be like, are, are you Jasmine, okay? mental health check. Yeah, literally. I'm like, fuck if, yeah. But I like, I do, uh, what was I going to say? I'm so sorry. No, I distracted no, you. No, you're Dress fine. for success. Yeah. So like I, the idea of dressing for success for me is not wearing a suit and tie. I'm like, I will wear sweats. I'll wear a sweatshirt. I'll, I'll dress what somebody who works a nine to five and wears a suit might describe as lazy, but it's like, I, I, which I also said, there's a fine line between I rolled the fuck out of bed and did not care. And this outfit actually is a correct pitch, per, uh, portrayal. Per, portrayal, right? Okay, yeah, that's the word. Um, of the person that I am. And of course, I'm like not, I don't smell. I showered. I washed my face. <laughs> I put on deodorant. But it's like, I'm expressing myself in the way that I would out in the world, outside of the salon. Dirty and chill are different. Mm-hmm. That, and that That's the difference. Hygiene is hygiene. Yeah. That we can't, we can't put that to the side and be like, well, I haven't showered in 45 days, but Grayson said I could do whatever I wanted. Well, wait, no, great. Grayson did not. Nope. <laughs> Make on. sure to shower, scrub your pits, scrub your bits. <laughs> <laughs> scrub your bits and bits. 
<laughs> You'll <No>. never forget. <laughs> have you seen that? You know what? Never mind. Like, no, do it. No, you have to. Have you seen that TikTok about the girl saying that she was surprised men didn't know they had mm-hmm. to wash their whole body? Yeah. 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 Guys, scrub your butts. Okay. <laughs> scrub your butts. Even if you're straight, you're supposed to go there. For fuck's sake, you're not gay if you scrub your butt. <laughs> the whole podcast went real. Can you tell that we have ADD, ADHD? Oh, because, um, clearly, with like two seconds ago, we were like, you, I could see you were tearing up about you're not I, alive. I would cry about me being alive. But pits and pits and bits. Yeah, pits and bits and scrub right. your butt. Well, thank you for uh, our pay programming. Now well, back to the. <laughs> and you're getting this for free. <laughs> this is crazy right now. <laughs> what a world we live in. I know. Anyway, oh my what God, were we heaven. talking about? Okay, dressing for success. Yeah. And that the standard of success, like there's a difference between being unhygienically clean and being like your own vibe, and how that being. Like, going a little more, like, chill outfit doesn't mean that you're lazy, and it doesn't mean, like, you shouldn't be charging the prices you're charging. Mm-hmm. You guys have heard me tell the story, like, 500 times. Grace, oh, no, maybe I haven't told it on a podcast, but I told a lot of my students that Grayson, um, he, you know, a client wanted him to come in on a day off, and he's like, hey, I, I don't work on my days off, but I'm, you know, this is obviously a special occasion for you. If you're happy, if you, I'm so happy for you, if you want me to come in, it's double the price. But I was able, I, I texted Ani and I was like, dude, what do I do? Like, I want to do it, but I'm like, I don't, I really want to be strict about like, we're not working on my days off. And Ani yeah. was like, two choices, charge double or don't go <laughs> or like say, not don't go like, but say no. say no. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, this is like, I was like, I'm going to take a chance. And worst thing, this is like the, the, the Y path, not like the W H Y, but like the split that you can pick when coming to like head with a situation like this mm-hmm. is it's like, especially with charging your worth and going on a, like this kind of thing is it's like either she says yes. And I make a thousand dollars on a base touch up and a blowout or I don't have to go in. You're winning either way, honestly. Yeah. And so to be clear, she said yes to a thousand dollar root touch up and curl. <laughs> yup. That yeah. was a hell of a day for you. That was, I was, but that really was like, it, I don't know. It, it, I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> the donor, welcome. You were like, you were saying something and then you were like, there's the story. And it, but it's was, about charging your worth. And, yes. And that just because you might wear sweatpants one day or a baggy tee or a flannel or whatever it is, that does not mean that you have to charge less. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these days, cause it used to be, I don't know if you've noticed this with Instagram. I feel like when we first got into it, me, I really first got into it probably like six years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I did, it was like the most beautiful feed one, whoever had the most beautiful feed. Mm-hmm. That's who everybody bought from. That's who everybody like, that's who they got the followers, the most beautiful feed one. Mm-hmm. I vastly disagree with these days. Yeah. Oh yeah. People don't care anymore. Like I don't care. I used to be very strict about like, Oh my God, if there's like a reel of my face and then like the one below it is another, <laughs> the cat, the photo is of my fit. Like, I'm like, who fucking cares? I'm sorry. But if you come to my page and you're like, I'm actually not going to book with him because his reels aren't organized. First of all, I don't think anybody's ever fucking said that. Second <laughs> of all, like, then I don't want you as a client. <laughs> and not only that, I think nobody cares about that anymore because it doesn't seem authentic. Mm-hmm. They just wonder like, how many times you're going to take a picture of yourself? All you do are posts. You're posting like, um, not programmed, but you're like, 
photos that are being like orchestrated. It's an mm-hmm. orchestrated photo as opposed it's to not candid. Yes. Opposed to you just like talking of how you are and who you are. And that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. So even now, whenever I coach all my clients, they're like, but it doesn't look good on my feet. I'm like, what do you want? Do you want a pretty feed or do you want leads? Do you want people paying you? Do you want people giving a shit about what you post? Mm-hmm. And when I say that, they're like, oh, like, oh, oh it kind of hurt. Oh, that would hurt a bit. And I'm like, it's meant to. Yeah. Because the more you say, it has to be perfect, I have to be this way, this is what people want, this is who they're looking for, you don't know what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Because what they're looking for is is authenticity. People sniff it out like a motherfucker these days. Yeah. Well, and something I always say is, which I, I, because I've had lots of boyfriends over the years, (laughs) and, (laughs) like, I, I was, I feel like I was always kind of trying to be the person that they would want me to be. It's like a chameleon. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I... One day it was like, like, I remember, I, I can't even remember which one it was, but I, we broke up and I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I, from, from this day forward, I'm going to 100% be myself authentically mm-hmm. all the time because, and I always say this is because if you are pretending to be somebody that you're not and people fall in love with you, mm-hmm. relationship, friendship, family, clients, business, you'll never be happy because you're having to pretend to be somebody that you're not. But if you are 100% your authentic self all the time and people fall in love with you, then it's like genuine, authentic, authentic connection. You know what I mean? And I feel like life is so much easier at that point. Oh it's my almost God, like yeah. you're not having to remember like, okay, this client likes it when we do this. This mm-hmm. client likes it when we do this. The salon I used to work at, everybody knew my clients were the fucking best clients because they were chill, laid back. They were just rad. But I also feel like they're that way because I'm that way. Exactly. And I, I'll say like, even like once I started talking more about my dogs, I'm like, oh my God, all of you have animals. I had no idea. I got like the crazy animal lovers. Some of my clients want to start like nonprofits for animals. Like, oh, right. Yeah. And it ended up being like, oh my gosh, we actually vibe so well together. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so amazing. But I would not have found that connection with them had I not just talked about the things that I love. Mm-hmm. So even I feel like a lot of like students that come to me, they're like, I don't know how to put my personal life on my professional page. I'm like, well, there's a difference between talking about your hobbies. You do this all the mm-hmm. time. Although one day I did, I was like, Grayson, if you post one more thing about your fucking flannels and you don't post the beautiful work <laughs> you're doing, I swear to God. <laughs> oh, no. And you're like, I know, I just really love my flannels. I'm like, I post your clients. They're beautiful. <laughs> But client, like, but that's what I told students. I'm like, there's a difference between posting like, I had spaghetti for dinner and like, Hey, I love to garden. This Mm -hmm. is something I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about sewing or Legos or obviously reading, like whatever it is. There's a difference because if I'm going to sit in someone's chair for three hours, Mm -hmm. I have to know I'm going to like you. Yeah. Well, and I feel like too, it's like, cause I'm working with my mom kind of weekly on social media stuff and I'm helping her. She wants to start her, her own thing. And I told, like, she's like, I'm just like, I don't know how to be, like, I want to be very private. Like, I don't want to, like, share, like, I want to, I don't want to be, or I don't want to be, uh, she's like, I don't want to share, how do you, how do you be open on Instagram without, with, with, and not share those, like, deeper private details? And I'm like, I told her, I was like, you can be something that I described as, like, openly private. Where I'm like, I'm very, people are like, you're very open on social media. You're very, like, you know, we feel like we know you, whatever. But I'm like nobody knows most of the shit that has happened in the last, I don't know, nine months of my entire life, which I felt like my life was falling apart for these last nine months, but like, which has gotten better. 
But it's like, nobody like really knew that I shared that I, maybe I was struggling, but it's like, I didn't share this exact detail, exactly mm-hmm. what happens. Right. You know what I mean? So you can be open and still be private. Yeah. And that's the thing because Grace and I talk incessantly all day long. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm up way before him. I'm yeah. like five, way before. And I'm well, like, sometimes I'm still awake. <laughs> <laughs> so it's literally like he's up way later than I am. Cause I go to bed with Steven and Steven goes to bed like probably like nine, nine 30 and Grayson's still fucking sewing at two 30 uh-huh. and he'll be sending me messages. So when I wake up at five 30, I'm like, ah, click, click, tap, 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 tap. I'm responding at five 30. I'm like, he'll get back to me about like nine or 10. <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh, look at this, um, this tote bag that I made. And you're like, wow, did you do that just last night? I'm like, well, I just finished it. And it's like 5am. I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, I'm concerned for you, but also it's really cute. Can you make me a little one? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I think is really cool that you can be publicly private. Mm-hmm. And especially me, the reason I said like how much we actually talk is the things that you and I talk about, you would never post on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Th- There's no way because there's still like that private thing. The things that like I tell you or things like happen in my personal life because I'm very, very, very private about my personal life, mm-hmm. especially about my boyfriend and my family. Like that to me is my sacred place. Mm-hmm. People know about my boyfriend, Stephen. People know you have a boyfriend, Chris, yeah. but we're not like, <clears throat> so the other night we had this conversation. No the happy moments, the sweet moments, the endearing moments that like fill my soul to the brim. I keep those for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, some of them, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like you're, I feel like also now like in my private bubble, it's not, it's, it's not public. So just know you can share and let people know who you are, the things that you like, the things that you don't like, but still have like a private life. People who share, I'm going to sound such a dick. Do it. I think do it. <laughs> Whenever I'm like listening to this podcast and when I'm not in it and she's like, you like, what would you say? I'm, I'm going to share, or, should I share this or whatever? I'm, I, I say out loud, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> anyway, back. I think people who post a lot about their relationship are unhappy. I was literally going to bring this up, which the general idea is that if anybody is very, very strongly outwardly projecting that their life is one way, it's the fucking opposite. 100%. Period. Yes. Like you see that that couple do that fall photo shoot. The just the, <laughs> that relationship is hanging on by a fucking thread. There was an argument right before that fucking photo yep. shoot. He didn't want to be there. She's like, "This is gonna save us." And <laughs> yes, but people who are like, "We're so in love. We're in love. We're going on a date. We're in love. We're so in love." And I'm like, "I don't. Are you okay?" Yeah. Like or the I, people that are always like, "I'm. You know. Oh my god. I'm so happy. Everything's so amazing. Everything's so perfect. It's like." Oh my God. Everybody goes through hard times. Everybody has a hard time. Everybody has a hard day. Everybody has a rough day. Literally Grayson, I think it was just a couple hours ago. He was like, yeah, I got home the other day. I was in a bad mood and I was like, I can't wait to eat my Dave's hot chicken. (laughs) We're getting my chicken now. So mad. And I was like, we had Dave's hot chicken on Saturday. Was this Saturday? (laughs) (laughs) Like even things like that, you're entitled to bad days. Mm -hmm. And even when you're entitled to bad days, that doesn't mean I am not a fan of spewing your shit all over Mm -hmm. publicly. People who are like, I just want everybody to know that I came home and my husband said this to me and I'm mad now. I blocked his phone number. Whoa. Yeah, like, you wouldn't post that on Instagram. This is, this is why Kanye is getting fucking... Don't <laughs> be Kanye! Reading. Yeah, I was like, that, I, I don't know if we do that on here, but that's why Kanye is dealing with what he's doing. Like, he fucking... There's no... You, you, there's things you share privately, and there's things you share publicly. Yeah, whoa, reel it in. But also, yeah. you're allowed to say, man, it's been a rough day. Today was a hard day. Today, I'm exhausted. Like, today, like, 
mentally, I just needed a break because mentally it's, it's been a rough day. You're allowed those moments. You're allowed those days. And you're allowed to talk about that publicly because nobody expects you to be happy 24 mm-hmm. seven. The people to me who I don't want to say never share their shit. I'm not, once again, I'm not saying like out all your secret deep, dark stuff, but who never just say like, today was rough. Mm-hmm. I, to me, I'm more concerned for that super happy people on Instagram because I'm like, you got some shit buried. Yeah. Well, in, 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 in general, like in personal life relationships, like that person, that friend that's like always, always so happy, so funny, like the class clown type. It's like, we need to check on that friend more because they might be struggling. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's tough. Yeah. Because I, like I said, I, I really think it's social media has put a stigma out there that you have to be happy. Everything has to be good. It has to be amazing. This is how it has to be, or you're going to be a failure. And I'm sorry. I just, with the way social media is, I disagree. We were just talking about this woman, um, Dylan Mulvaney, Mulnavy. I'm, I'm garbage. I never remember her last name. She is a trans woman and she started her entire journey on TikTok. And she was like, this is day one of me being a woman. And she's hundreds and hundreds of days in now. Like, I think we're maybe close to the 400s. We like, I had any part of this. She's close to the 400s, but watching her journey. Yeah. There are some people that are absolutely shitting on her. Absolutely. But the support that she has for just being her outweighs the negativity. I mean, a million to one. Mm-hmm. I think she has millions of followers out of people cheering her on and telling her like, you fucking got this. And I think that goes to show how important authenticity is. Mm-hmm. Imagine how miserable she must've been like having to like hide that until one day she said, fuck it. I'm going to tell the world. Mm-hmm. This is how it's just going to be today. Yeah. She decided <clears throat> I'm going to be my authentic self. Yes. And the things that blossom from that whether it's personal happiness or like, you know, whatever else comes from that business growth. Like it, it's almost like when you truly do discovery, because I feel like in the last, I don't like, I would say three months, even three to six months, I have fully like climaxed <laughs> to my a fully authentic self. I couldn't think of a better word. <laughs> you could have um, thought of any other word. Well, yeah. But, um, I, and, and what has happened in my life and what has just blossomed from that is, is like, I would never give it back. And so really like figuring out the way to unlock that box for yourself is like opening with, well, I was going to say Pandora's box, but that was like, no, terrible. Pandora's, that was terrible. Pandora's things. box is heinous. Yeah. yeah. The opposite of Pandora's box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, and that's really what it is. So if you're listening to this and you feel like you struggle with that, that you're like, I, I don't know how to like bridge the gap. I, I don't know like how to bridge the gap of quote unquote being professional, but also being like my authentic self. Honestly, I say, just go for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying overnight, like you have to go crazy and start posting all this insane shit. But I think you would be surprised by the amount of support and love you receive. Because for me, I realized once I stopped being like the lack of color, free people, anthro girl, because yeah, some of the shit I'll give is fucking cute, cute. And honestly, that vibe, I love that vibe. I think it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's free flowy. I'm just a little bit more grungy to myself. Like that's just who I am. Don't get me wrong. I'll put on a fucking ball gown and some high heels, but generally, honestly, if you could see my pants, there's more hole than pant there. Like this, I'm wearing, I'm wearing two giant holes at this point, really. Mm -hmm. But that's just my vibe. And I feel like this probably started, I want to say, honestly, it took me up until like this year. And I've been here for five years now. Mm -hmm. 
that I was just like, fuck it. I want to wear things that are a little bit more quirky. I want to wear things that are more fun. I want my, I changed my hair to the Corolla hair at the end last year at some point. This has, I've never been happier. Well, you know what I love about your look too, is that like with free people, it's like, you can look at people wearing free people and it's like, Oh, that, that looks like free people. When I look at you, I'm like, that looks like Ani. Oh, like that. This is, I feel like what, yeah, you look like you. Yeah. And that's what I feel like every time I see him, I'm like, yeah, it's Grayson. Even the jacket you wore to him, I'm wondering if I have that fucking jacket. I'm like, if he made that jacket, I fucking swear to God. <laughs> oh my God, I wish. <laughs> You're like, I'm flattered. That one was designer. No, <laughs> okay, so Grayson, let me ask you this. Let's say there's someone out there right now and they're listening to this podcast and all of this is resonating with them. They've struggled with being their authentic self. They've struggled with feeling like maybe they're too much, feeling like they're not enough, like they have to change their clothing, their vibe, their style, like all these things to quote unquote just fit in. And even if it's working and they're fitting in, like that's beside the point, they still don't feel maybe as happy as they should because they're having to change themselves. So knowing your entire journey from different states, being out, changing your clothes, different salons, clients, and all these things. And like now finding like your true self, your authenticity, your hobbies, your happiness. What piece of advice would you give someone else who maybe is like the past Grayson? I would say that if there are things about you, whether it's your hobbies, your interest in clothing, your interest in anything, and you're feeling the need to hide those things, give it a 180 and actually talk about those things more. Do those things more. Like if you're feeling like, ah, like I might want to hide this jacket because like, I don't know if that's like what is people are going to like, then fucking wear it. If you're like, ah, it's kind of weird that my clients, maybe it's weird that my clients like, you know, that I talk about my Legos with my client, talk about <laughs> Legos with your, cause my clients, they ask me, how's your Lego display going? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> me. And I've had so many clients that are like, getting Legos for themselves and getting Legos for their kids and getting their kids into Legos, thinking me into Legos. And like, so I think that the biggest thing is that if you're, whatever that insecurity is that you may have, or that, that thing you you're hiding from people, you don't want to share, try to turn inward and, and do everything you can step into the fear and just ex express that, be yourself within that. And I think that you will realize that, you know, if you are trying to, dull the person that you are, you're not going to charge somebody a thousand dollars for a fucking base touch up a year ago. I would not have charged somebody a thousand dollars for a base <laughs> touch up. And I, you know what? I wore fucking sweats and a sweatshirt to that thousand dollar base touch up appointment Good for you. So basically what I'm saying is the, just do you put yourself out there. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And for me, guys, what I'll say, because first of all, I 100% agree with everything you said. Yes. And it can be scary and it probably will be. And I know that there will be a fear of, but what if they don't like me anymore after this? You don't want them around then. Yes. That's not the person that you want in your circle, influencing nope. you, giving you their opinions, period. Mm -hmm. No, you, and then guys, those weren't the people for you. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. They're not wrong or right. You're not wrong or right. It just turns out that mutually you guys weren't the people for each other. And once again, I know, and I look, and speaking about myself, I have felt that way, guys, I have a sleeve and a half of Harry Potter. I have 
over 650 books behind me, and I swear to God, like, Holy shit, three, really? Oh my God, oh yeah, I've counted. Oh, dang. Oh, I counted months. These are babies. <laughs> because at a thousand books, you can call it a real library. So, oh, good to know. Yeah, yeah, fun fact. Near that. <laughs> You're like, I think I threw away a book the other day. I would literally <laughs> die. But, but with that, like, Obviously, I have a sleeve and a half of Harry Potter. I have hundreds of books behind me. Half of them are probably Harry Potter. Downstairs, we have a closet that I call my little Harry Potter room because it's literally like a closet underneath the staircase. Every single Harry Potter Lego set that has ever been made is down there. I own every single set. I just don't have enough space to display hundreds of sets at this point. I own all of them. And there was a time where I literally thought when I was single, I was like, oh my God, I can't tell people this. Guys are going to be like, you own how many Lego sets? Hundreds, brah. And they're going to be like, um, yes, hello. Oh, I have to go to work. I'm like, it's midnight. They're like, yeah, 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 emergency. I literally thought like, oh my God, how am I going to find someone that is like, oh yeah, she likes some weird shit, but that's cool to me. And then I realized, you know what? Fuck you. I don't care. If I'm too weird for you, I don't care. I cannot hide this entire part of my life. First off, it's very on display. Look at me. But, and you know, at the same time, is that what I want to do? Do I want to spend the rest of my life having to like tamper down a part of my personality? No, I really don't. I really don't. I don't like that. So I know you're afraid of being alone, but you already probably feel so lonely and feeling lonely is far worse than being physically alone. And as someone who likes quirky things, and to me, quirk is a good thing. That's oh, yeah. a fucking compliment these days. We're the cool kids now. <gasps> Have you noticed that? Yeah. The weirder you are these days, the fucking cooler. And I don't mean yeah. weird like I'm going to murder you, like scary weird. I just mean like, oh, that's an odd hobby to have. Tell me more. But that it is somehow we've become like the quote unquote weirdo cool kids. But even if we weren't and we were just still kind of the weirdos, I'm cool with that too. You will find your people and your people will find you. I fucking promise you and I guarantee you. And if someone loves you enough and they care for you enough exactly as you are, they will take an interest in your hobbies. Mm-hmm. When my boyfriend and I met, he had never seen a single Harry Potter movie in his whole life. Oh, <laughs> I can't even imagine your reaction when he uh, said that. Offense. Offended. You know when he watched the first Harry Potter movie? On our first date. <laughs> oh, you Sir. were you were like, we're diving into this right now. <clears throat> Sir, take a seat. He has seen all of it. Um, not a million times. Probably twice over. And sometimes I'm like, well, I'm like, we need to watch a few this weekend. He's like, I will give you one. I'm like, I will accept your proposal. But he's never told me no. He's never told me it was too much. He's never. It's, it's never been that way. Your people will find you. So just be you. Because life, and I hate to sound so fucking cliche, life is frankly way too short. It's way too short. Yeah. It, like, and by the time you hit, you're not to your 30s yet, you'll get there. <laughs> I feel like I am. My ankles crack like I'm 30, oh, in my 30s when I wake up. His back cracked, his uh-huh. shoulder cracked. I'm like, are you okay, you fucking glow stick? Like, <laughs> are you good? So, all this to say, I know it feels scary because it is. And the feeling of being judged or disliked for who we truly are can feel hurtful. But you know what? I'd rather be disliked for being exactly who I am. Mm -hmm. That is my preference. So know that you are loved and we accept you. Like, just look at us. (laughs) Listen to us. (laughs) Listen to my voice. But also like literally look at us. I feel like we are the poster children right now for just do whatever you want that makes you happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is how we've kind of developed our friendship because we are both, I feel like so people who are just like, we are so authentically ourselves all the time that it's like, we don't even, it, 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 it's not a friendship that is, feels it needs to be forced mm-hmm. at all. It's just yeah. flows. And I, sorry, but I don't have room in my life for people 
where it does not just flow. Yes. And that I think is a cool thing because we are two people that decided like, honestly, I'm just tired of trying to fit in. I feel like that's my, I'm just, I'm tired of trying to fit in the people that weren't supposed to be here anymore. They're just not, but everything flows very easy. And that pressure now, do you remember, do you remember that pressure, that weight of like, okay, fix your hair perfect, look perfect, mm-hmm. no bags under your eyes. What filter is ever, oh, everyone else is using that filter. I'll use that filter. Oh, tan is the new thing. I'll, I'll, I'll look tan on my, there was so much pressure to be that person. That pressure's gone. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that weight anymore. I just don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like the people that come into my life and stay, I know that that was kind of, that evolved from me being my authentic self. Mm-hmm. Grayson, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Ani. This is so much fun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I will let you all know, too, that when Ani texted me and said, do you want to be in my podcast? I think you actually sent a voice out. And you were like, hey, do you want to be in my podcast? Immediately, I FaceTimed her and I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes. So thank you so much for having me here. I'm honored. Oh, thank I- you. Thank you. No, this was a blast. And so, guys, if you want to follow Grayson, it's Grayson with an E, G-R-E-Y-S-O-N, hair. I almost said at gmail.com. That is not his email <laughs> at all. It's Grayson Hair on Instagram. I highly recommend you give him a follow. Like his page is rad. You're gonna, if you don't know him, you're gonna understand the vibe that I'm talking about. And guys, really, just I know it's hard. Just do you. Just be you, even if it's a little bit at a time and you start talking about a little bit of a hobby more and more, you're going to find your people and know that like you'll be far more loved for just doing the things that make you happy than you ever have been before. And it's a weight and a pressure that will just be off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for being here on episode oh my gosh, like eleven of Coach Ani the Podcast. If ever you there's something that you want to hear about please send me a message in a dm i save every episode if you take the time to message me i will take the time to respond because to me like it's just like that's just a nice thing to do and if you guys want me to have grayson back let me know i'm just kidding you'll be back i don't care what they say i'm, I'm just so kidding you guys will be back anyway. so, <laughs> so guys thank you so much and uh i'll see you next week thanks guys so good to i don't know what i was gonna say i was gonna say so good to see you but <laughs> we're leaving this in <laughs> oh great great Well, it's so great to have you. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) It's my first podcast game.